Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. This is episode 53 of Jackson Talks, everybody, which I'm really proud of. Um, Yeah, I'm really proud of being able to produce an episode every week, every Tuesday. If you're unfamiliar, when I drop, I drop episodes on Tuesday. And I try to record three to four weeks in advance from the drop date just to make sure I have some episodes recorded and ready to go so I can be very sure that I can drop every single Tuesday, which is important to me. So this will be episode number 53. Um, if you're kind of a fault, if you if you listen to every episode and you're a big Jackson Talks Everybody listener and fan, you heard last week's episode, which was Scott Reed. Um, which was a really good episode about strength and conditioning, sports performance, especially for for baseball players. So go ahead and listen to that. Um, But today is uh, May 14th. And so it's a Friday. Like I said, this episode will come out four weeks from now, which will be on June 15th, which is my birthday. And so with all those factors in mind, this is a very special episode. Uh, about or for Jackson Talks, everybody, and I'm going to explain why, and then I'm going to touch on a few things. Um, and this episode will probably run 20 25 minutes, not too long, especially with these solo episodes. <clears throat> so, if you're a new listener here to Jackson Talks, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, I've held your attention long enough where you get into the meat, get into the good meat and bones of, of these episodes where I talk mental health or have deep conversations or do things like that. Um, On Jackson Talks, everybody, sometimes I have guests, sometimes I do a hotline episode where I open up a phone number for an hour and have people call in and have candid conversations, or sometimes I just do solo episodes um, to uh, talk about some things that I've been looking at, reading, studying, and try to express them here to see if they can resonate with the people that listen to the show. So it's kind of a background of of everything you get with Jackson Talks, everybody. If you're looking for more of a sports-specific podcast, I do a podcast with two other baseball coaches uh, called Champions Adjust, and that drops every single Thursday. So if you really like listening to my voice and hearing the things that I say, um, you can listen to a podcast every Tuesday and every Thursday. Um, And then if you follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, you know I post a lot of videos there. Um, Some mindfulness videos, some meditation videos, some mental health videos. So there's a lot of content out there. Um, for you to check out and see. Um, So hopefully you're looking at that. Uh, I think that's probably why I brought you here to this pod. Uh, And if you're looking for even more deeper connection, conversation, community, you go to my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Jackson Stone, which is kind of the deepest community um, full of of support and connection there where you can kind of really connect with me on a one-on-one basis or in a group setting as well. So it's kind of the things... That I'm, I'm doing a very brief, very small summary of the things that you can check out if you're a new listener to this podcast. Um, and so now I'm going to kind of get into the, the reason for this episode, why I'm doing a solo episode, what it means, and, uh, and things going forward. <clears throat> so like I said, today is uh, May 14th. So if you do subscribe to jacksonstone.net in my weekly newsletter, that means on a Friday that I recorded this, 
you should have gotten a new newsletter from me. If you're not already a subscriber, go to jacksonstone.net, subscribe to the weekly newsletter. It's really great. And if you hate it, it's easy to unsubscribe. Super easy, maybe give it a try. <clears throat> but today is May 14th. That means we are in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Month. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. May also happens to be um, my sister's birthday month. She was born on May 1st, 1990. Um, and so that's May 1st is her month. And also May is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And so both months combined uh, make me feel very passionate about this month. And I want to touch on a few things about Mental Health Awareness Month and what we can kind of do to continue on this education awareness of, of mental health. So the idea around Mental Health Awareness Month is that we bring forth more awareness to what mental health is. And the best thing about the month is that there's resources and education and Twitter chats and Instagram lives and toolkits all very available for you to look at, read, understand, and grow. The best thing we can do for our mental health is to become more aware that we have mental health. And then from there, taking that step of being aware is not good enough, right? We have to then educate ourselves. We have to understand more. We have to find community and connection and meditation. We have to find helping other people, right? That's what all of this stuff is about. So Mental Health Awareness Month is really about shedding a light on a very serious topic that deserves more conversation, that deserves more help, that deserves more access, that deserves more care, so that more people uh, are more equipped to handle the struggles and the hardships that life presents it. That's what mental health is, being able to handle uh, and have resiliency through the tough times. So Mental Health Awareness Month puts out a lot of information for people to digest, for people to look at, for people to understand more. It starts with understanding, it starts with education. That's what mental health is, trying to learn more. And then it goes a bit deeper if you're talking about these mental health conditions that are a bit more serious. Um, then you have to dive deeper into those uh, educational studies and have to dive deeper into <clears throat> what treatments are available, what care is available, um, and things like that. But, you know, because one in four people suffer from a, a serious mental health condition, but five out of every five people have mental health because it encompasses how we think, feel, and act. And so if we're making it a priority now, if we're using Mental Health Awareness Month to make this a priority now, then we can then take a bit of inventory on our life, which means we can take inventory on what things we're doing well, what things we're doing bad, what things we need to improve on, where the areas that we're lacking in, the areas that we need to give ourselves to uh, more to, like what areas do we need more support in. Like we have to take an inventory on our life or else we're never gonna be able to um, have a guide of where we need to go. So you have to take an inventory in your life and taking an inventory in your life really means becoming more aware about what's happening in your life. And then once you become aware, right, then you start building your own personal mental health toolkit, which allows you to pull out of that toolkit whenever you're feeling 
like you're struggling or you need extra support or you're sad or you're dealing with heartbreak or rejection or failure, you have this whole toolkit available for you to pick out of whenever you need it. And then you continue building a sense of community, a sense of connection, a sense of support. You continue meditating or, or believing in some sort of higher power, some sort of spiritual power. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and then you seek some professional help that works best for you and you build all of these toolkits that allow you to become more resilient and handle your mental health um, better. Not perfectly, because it's not gonna be perfect. We're dealt with a lot of situations that are out of our control and really, really hard to deal with. Um, but if we have some of these practices in play, um, it allows for a little bit smoother handling of these really delicate and tough situations. And so the reason I'm talking about Mental Health Awareness Month now, knowing that this episode will drop in June, is that I'm hoping that everyone who views, watches, listens to this episode uh, gets a reminder that taking care of our mental health is not just about one month. It's a 12-month, all-year-round thing that we can really do better at. And so... The reason it's dropping on June, which happens to be June 15th, which happens to be my birthday, which makes it even more special because mental health is, is the most important thing in my life. And that's why I talk about it so often uh, that this episode reminds you to make that a priority, to start looking at your life very honestly and openly and start taking inventory on the things that you need, the things that will support you, the things that will help you, the things that are lacking and, and build this toolkit and, and really start educating and understanding your, your situation, other people's situation, how you can help yourself, how you can best help others, because being in service to others is one of the best things we can do to, for our mental health, along with exercise, along with community, along with connection, along with the support system, movement of the body, um, things like that. But you know, the biggest ones, the biggest ones for our mental health is service to others, exercise, and some sort of connection that, that keeps you connected, or some sort of connection that keeps you in a community. Right? Those are the kind of the best things that we can do for our mental health. But you have to but the, but the biggest thing is about taking inventory on your life is you have to figure out what works best for you. Because it's not a one size fits all cookie cutter thing. We live in different environments. We we have different access to care, different resources. Um, different financial stat, like all of these things come into play when talking about our mental health. And so you have to take an inventory on your life and figure out how you can best approach the situation and take care of yourself most fully. And then it's up to the people who make decisions um, to really give mental health support and access and accessibility and availability to everyone on the planet because that's how we make a healthier, happier society. And that's how we make people more understanding and more empathetic and more service-driven and more uh, connection and community-driven. And it, it all circles back to us and our mental health. So that's why I'm doing it now. That's why I just want to briefly talk about that. And there's a few things that I want to go into quickly also about mental health. And then uh, I'll let you guys go. But I posted this, what I'm about to talk about, I posted it on... Excuse me, let me take a drink quick. 
Ryan, I hope you can hear that. That go all the way down my, my mouth. Love you, bud. <clears throat> um, so I posted this on Twitter. I've done a few videos for it on Instagram, but I'm just gonna rehash it uh, here. I think this is important to talk about. So these are things that you wanna avoid, really try and avoid saying to someone who's struggling with their mental health. So someone comes to you, they're struggling, they've opened up, they've talked to you, or you can kind of see that they're struggling. These are the things that you do not wanna say. And how do you avoid these things? Is like I said earlier, you get educated, you start understanding, um, you start taking an inventory on your life. And so once we pick ourselves up from the trenches, we, we have a, a different and higher level of compassion. And so we have to display that compassion on someone else who's going through it, who's in the trenches. And that's with education and understanding. So there's just a few things. There's a bunch more. These are the big ones, kind of the overarching ones that can be kind of uh, subbed into like any of the other ones that people may say. But these are the big ones, right? Things to avoid saying to someone who's struggling with their mental health. Most important things. Okay, we got to avoid these sayings. We want to really uh, say things of appreciation, of validation, of love, of care, of support, of I may not understand, but I'm here for you. These things go a long way, telling someone you're there for them and really being there for them. These are kind of the things that we need to say. But first one, you have no reason to be sad, right? This is, this is not good, right? Because we all struggle with different things throughout our lives. All those struggles are unique to our experience and they're valid to us, right? There's not like this, this threshold of pain that you have to hit for your, uh, for your pain to be valid. It is valid, it's real, um, and you can be sad. Um, you know, and then once we validate that our own experience and realize that what we're going through is important and real, then we use our mental health toolkit to kind of pull ourselves out of that, right? And then we have space and openness and availability to then be of service to others. So number one, you have no reason to be sad. Don't say that, right? We all struggle with different things. All of our experiences are unique. And so we can validate those experiences, help that person grow from that. And then the both of you then can be a service to others or each other in, in even deeper moments. <clears throat> Number two, just get over it. So he, this statement just completely minimizes someone's pain and you're just telling them to shake it off, right? Because if they could, just shake it off or just get over it, they absolutely would. They don't wanna feel the way they're feeling. And so telling them to do that uh, just makes them feel like what they're going through isn't important and it isn't real and they shouldn't feel the way they're feeling. And so we wanna try and understand the way people may be feeling. Um, and instead of saying that, just, just try and be there for them. Just be there for them. Doesn't have to be a lot of words. You don't have to be an expert in, in mental health or in conditions, but you just have to be willing to care for someone and be willing to be there for them and avoid saying these phrases that, that minimize someone's pain. Make sense? <sighs> number three. Similar to, um, you know, number one, but here's just a different way people say it. Uh, other people have it way worse. Be happy. Yeah. 
And so this, this direct statement makes people absolutely ashamed of how they feel. It makes them feel like what they're feeling they shouldn't be feeling. It makes them feel like they're the worst person in the world because other people have it way worse and they're feeling like shit. And so now they have this, they're piled on with guilt and shame and guilt and shame don't make anyone feel better ever. Um, so instead of saying that, I mean, and then when we say that it usually makes them want to close up and not talk about what's going on. So there's a cascade of, of compound effects that happen, right? They feel ashamed, um, they feel guilty, and then they close up and they don't talk about it anymore. And so, of course, there's people who have it worse, right? There's, a, there's different levels of, of pain and trauma, but all of that pain and trauma is real and it is valid to the person who is feeling it and experiencing it. And we don't want to be happy all the time. That's not a thing that we want. We want to feel a range of emotions. We want to experience life in a in a vivid way where all these emotions flow through us and we're battle and and we're going through different things that that make us appreciate the other things and we want to feel that's what life's about it's about feeling and it's about growing through these hard times right suffering our pain is is inevitable suffering you know is a choice at times and sometimes we just need to be in we just need to be down a little bit and we just need to be able to pick ourselves back up. Um, and the support system we have and the words that we say to those people when they're down mean everything. So just be there for that person. Don't don't try and say these things that, you know, are these like cliches that don't work that you want to avoid saying. You just want to say stuff that, that's from the heart that just shows that you're there and that you care and that means more than anything else. You don't have to have the perfect words but you have to have the words that do show love and care and support and don't minimize and make people ashamed of the way they do feel in the moment. Okay. So this isn't really like a, a saying, but it's just like something that uh, is really, uh, it's a big one to me. It's really, really important to me. When someone is struggling with their mental health and we avoid saying all of these bad, unhelpful sayings, great. And then we say a good thing. We say, I am here for you. I got you. You can only say that if you really, really are gonna be there when they need you the most. If you're really willing to sit in the dark with this person then you can say that. We cannot tell someone that we are gonna be there for them when they need us and then not show up. It reinforces the feeling that they think they're alone. It reinforces the feeling that they think they're a burden. So we have to stand by our words. We have to stand by our words. If you say something, you have to have an action behind it that represents the words that you said. And so it's okay if someone comes to you and they're struggling with their mental health and you too are struggling and you don't have enough space for them to open up or vent to you, you tell them that. That honest dialogue will make you even more closer and more connected than if you were to tell them that you're gonna be there for them and then not show up when they need you. One of the keys to mental health and mental health awareness 
and changing the conversation about it is open, honest, and responsible conversation from both parties. Open, honest, and responsible conversation. That's what it's all about. Okay. And the last one. Last one. <clears throat> it's all in your head. Unnecessary comment, right? Ruminating and constant dark thoughts are very, very serious, uh, especially when a person is struggling. So don't downplay that. Don't tell them that. Um, just, again, the biggest key is just offer to sit and listen about what is happening. And if you offer to sit and listen about what is happening, really do that. Sit and listen without judgment, without giving meaningless advice. Just sit and listen and engage and actually be a part of the conversation. Um, so those are just a few things um, that you should avoid saying um, when dealing with someone who's struggling with their mental health. Um, and so in another episode, I'll touch on things you can say and should say to someone who is struggling with their mental health. Um, but I touched on a bit of those in here throughout this. Um, it's just important to, to reinforce that they're not alone, to um, reinforce that you care, to reinforce that you love them and that there's support available and to be able to lead them to those deeper resources like professional help. And it's really, really important to stand by the words that you say, that the, your actions represent your words and you mean what you say and you're about it. That's what's important because then we can, we can flip the script and change the narrative that they're a burden and that they're alone, but really that they're supported and that they're loved. And that's the idea. The more support and love we feel, the more we can pull ourselves out of the trenches and down the path of, of, uh, of better days because there are better days ahead. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to keep showing up one step forward. That's all it is. And with community and connection and support and exercise and your toolkit and service to others, all of these things kind of pile up into creating you, the, the person you want to be, the authentic version of you, the person who has freedom to express themselves and the person who's resilient and can overcome literally anything. Cool. All right. Last thing I'm going to touch on is uh, five ways to celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month when it's not Mental Health Awareness Month, okay? Because like I said, <clears throat> it'll be June when this episode drops, and so I want to continue the conversation. You know, Mental Health Awareness Month for me is every single month, every single day, something I really care about, something I'm really passionate about, and I want to continue that conversation past May, so when you hear this in June on my birthday, uh, be really funny if this episode didn't drop on my birthday and I totally got my dates wrong. <laughs> um, but I want that conversation to continue. So this is with your friends, your family, your peers, your colleagues, anyone really. Um, and so here's five ways, right? Number one, easy. Start the conversation, right? This can feel strange and awkward, um, but we have to lean into, into the tough conversations. And so it's simply putting out a text to a friend, how are you really? And then being open enough and having enough space enough to, to take in that and then being honest with said person as well or calling a friend 
or you know just opening a chain of communication with someone at work and and really starting to try and make these awkward conversations less awkward by leaning into them with compassion and empathy okay cool um another one is just to prioritize your own mental health when we start prioritizing our own mental health and our own needs and our own wants um then we start to become more open and more spacious and have more capacity to to help others and service to others like i said is one of the key things in in building up our mental health but it starts with prioritizing your needs and figuring out how to take an inventory on your life um, and building from there so make yourself a priority because you are a priority right self-care isn't selfish um it's uh it's an important thing to really hone in on about taking care of yourself and the things you need to live the most fulfilled meaningful energized uh, life Another big one in terms of continuing the mental health awareness month trend is just to donate or volunteer your time, right? There's a lot of mental health organizations that are doing a lot of good work, a lot of research to sponsor treatment, to open up care and accessibility to everyone on earth to to find out even more about the brain and how mental health works and how we can help more people. Um, We're putting on events and uh, conferences and all of these things. So you can donate to that or you can volunteer your time volunteering your time and effort and energy sometimes is even way more impactful um, than sending money and so uh, I urge you urge you to do that if this if this mental health stuff um, speaks to you in a way where you want to donate your time uh, and your energy and your effort and if you need more kind of resources on that please let me know I can I can lead you into the right direction um, another way to just continue uh, this mental health awareness month trend is to share information Share information, share information that you see on social media. Um, And remember, these things on social media are just small snippets of information. And so it's our job as educated adults to then go into this information, double click on those things and really understand what the headline or caption or small box of information was about. The these little boxes are meant to just grab you. And then it's an invitation to go deeper into this information. And then so you read it, you understand it, you explore it. Excuse me. The things that resonate with you the most, share that. Share that with friends, family, in your group texts, in your group chats, on your Zoom calls, with your colleagues. Um, the things, you know, that, that really resonated with you about mental wellness and mental training you're you're the way you're the way to spread that awareness into more people and so there won't be as many tweets and instagram posts about mental health come june hopefully there the trend continues um but it's not a trend it's something that we just need to keep doing every single day and it's on us it's on us to continue diving into this information it's on us to continue exploring um and then it's also on us to to share that information and again and be in service to other folks cool and then the last thing super important right super easy um, it starts with love it starts with kindness it starts with empathy it starts with having compassion but it's just letting people know that they're not alone we all deal with tough times with bad with hard with ruminating thoughts with constant 
battles in our mind. I may not know some of you that watch this show or watch this podcast or listen to it, but you're probably, you might be going through a battle right now that you haven't told anyone about, but I see you. I'm proud of you for keep fighting, for keep showing up, for keep going every day. You know, we may not know each other, but you're not alone. I've had those same thoughts. Other people that listen to this show have had those same thoughts. And that's where the community and the connection comes in. You know, finding a support group, finding like-minded individuals who have the same interests as you, who you can bounce ideas off of, who you can build from, who you can know that in a time of need you can go to them. We find those support systems and we just let people know on a daily basis that we love them, we support them, and they're not alone. These simple things seem so simple, seem so small, but the smallest acts, the smallest gestures produce the deepest, most profound long-term effects, compound interest. So start now, start today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this sparks something in you to continue advocating for yourself, making yourself and your mental health a top priority, understanding, learning, and educating yourself more about the areas that you might be lacking in um, around mental health, and then sharing those ideas and that information and that love with the people in your life. So thank you for watching. I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my tea, and then I'm gonna go to the gym, uh, and then I'm not sure what I'm gonna do the rest of the day, but thank you for watching. Please subscribe to the channel. A lot of, at least two episodes uh, of two different podcasts drop on this YouTube channel every week or Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple. Share this with a friend who may be struggling, who needs this information. Um, Share it with as many people as possible. Comment below or DM me on kind of what stuff you'd like me for more from, you'd like more for me to talk about. Um, But I appreciate every single person who listens, watches to the show, who subscribe to my channel. I am so grateful for that. That's why I continue doing these. Um, That's why I feel so passionate about making sure I have an episode to drop every single Tuesday and that my information is relevant and real. And I hope this stuff resonates with you guys. And I appreciate you all very much. Cheers. Have a great day. And uh, much love. Thank you.